Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord of all power and might, the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of your name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and bring forth in us the fruit of good works through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated for the readings. A reading from Sirach. The beginning of human pride is to forsake the Lord. The heart has withdrawn from the, its maker. For the beginning of pride is sin, and the one who clings to it pours out abominations. Therefore, the Lord brings upon them unheard of calamities and destroys them completely. The Lord overthrows the thrones of rulers and enthrones the lowly in their place. The Lord plucks up the roots of the nations and plants the humble in their place. The Lord lays waste the lands of the nations and destroys them to the foundations of the earth. He removes some of them and destroys them and erases the memory of them from the earth. Pride was not created for human beings or violent anger for those born of women. The word of the Lord. A reading from Hebrews. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison, as though you were in prison with them. Those who are being tortured, as though you yourselves were being tortured. Let marriage be held in honor by all, and let the marriage bed be kept undefiled. For God will judge fornicators and adulterers. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of the way of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Through him, then, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. 
when he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you arrive, when you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to one who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return, and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed, blessed, because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Jesus is doing all kinds of transgressive things on the Sabbath, at least things that might cause eyebrows to raise and judgments to be cast. We skip a brief scene where Jesus heals a man with dropsy, what we now call edema, and there is an exchange with the Pharisees that leave them speechless. Just then, in front of him, there was a man who had edema, and Jesus asked the experts in the law and Pharisees, is it lawful to cure people on the Sabbath or not? But they were silent. So Jesus took him and healed him and sent him away. Then he said to them, if one of you has a child or an ox that has fallen into a well, will you not immediately pull it out on the Sabbath day? And they could not reply to this. The interesting thing about that is that the word child can be substituted for donkey in some manuscripts, and so um, both are equally stubborn. Right, Reese? <laughs> so, so as Jesus approaches this increasingly awkward meal at the Pharisee's house, he continues to insist on the dignity of every human being, a dignity that is revealed in a Sabbath properly observed. But in order for human dignity to be respected, it must be seen. It must first be seen. Our reading today skips the healing story I just recounted, but perhaps this is to draw our attention to the two sets of eyes at work in the story. The reading begins by letting us know that there are motives behind Jesus' invitation to this Pharisee's house on the Sabbath. They were watching him closely. And of course they are. Here is a person who has gained notoriety and has perhaps caused a bit of trouble. His invitation to the home of the Pharisee isn't a surprise, nor is the fact that Jesus accepted the invitation a surprise. 
Jesus is in the habit of receiving and reforming hospitality. And hospitality around the table is a crucial venue for kingdom politics. So they are watching to see how he will behave. Will he cause trouble? What will he say that might cause a bit of a scene? How will he carry himself at the table? Their eyes are on Jesus because at the very least, he is an intriguing guest. And they're watching him to see what he might do. But the very next verse tells us that someone else is also watching. When Jesus noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. Jesus is watching them to see how they carry themselves at table. Where do they sit? With whom do they sit? Who do they value higher and lower than the others? Luke is giving us two points of view, that of the Pharisees and that of Jesus. And we are given a comparison of their two ways of seeing and making judgments about the world. How we see the world is so deeply important. The things we notice and give our attention and the judgments that follow our noticing determine how we will respond and act. There are all kinds of physiological signals and symbols that we notice as we make our judgments about the person or things we are observing or places we are observing. And we are trained, we're formed to see and to notice certain things while we are also conditioned to ignore others or even to feel some aversion to others. Jesus sees that these guests Choose the places of honor among the well-to-do in the higher-ranking seats, associating themselves with people of influence and high degree, with people of social capital. In the culture Jesus has inhabited, there was a social system of honor and shame, and your company and place at the table was a signal that demonstrated your status and perhaps offered the opportunity for social uplift, for gaining social capital. Jesus essentially quotes a verse from Proverbs telling the guests that they should not seek to occupy the lower seat rather than the higher, so that they that they should excuse me, they should seek to occupy the lower seat rather than the higher, so that they won't take too honorable a seat and then be shamed as they are asked to move down to a lower place. We might ask ourselves <clears throat> we might ask ourselves as the church, who have we asked to move to a lower seat? To whom have we simply shown the door in our attempt at some kind of social respectability or religious purity? And when have we found ourselves, <clears throat> when have we found ourselves at the mercy of another host to lift us up from a humbled place? I will say that I, it is not, the irony is not lost on me that I sit in that chair uh, on Sunday morning <clears throat> and I'm telling you all this. I spent most of the day yesterday with wonderful people from this parish and the other Episcopal parishes at Tripride in Bristol, celebrating with our LGBTQ siblings. That community is one that the church has often told to move to the lower seat, or perhaps just shown them the door. Yesterday, we were not the hosts. It was neither our space nor our event. Rather, the church was a guest given a place at the festival, the proverbial banquet table. And we were able to enjoy the hospitality, welcome, and even an occasional invitation to a place of honor in the lives and stories of our many hosts, an invitation that the church at large has so often failed to extend itself. 
It was a beautiful day with wonderful conversations and grace-filled encounters as we endeavored to show a different, more welcoming faith face of the church. It was a humbling gift to be present and welcomed, one that we ought not take lightly. Jesus isn't simply giving us a new strategy for upward mobility, as though a race to the bottom is yet another grasp for status. He's telling us to put ourselves at the mercy and hospitality of our neighbors, in that place of dependence where we aren't able to make calculated and strategic plays for honor and respectability. He's turning our understanding on its head, inverting our expectation, inverting our sets of values, and reiterating what his blessed mother said in the first chapter of this gospel. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. This is the way of the kingdom. They are watching Jesus closely, and as they watch, they and we are seeing how he sees the world. And Jesus envisions an inverted world where those who occupy the lowest seats and lowest social locations are the ones with the invitation signed by God. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. These are those whom God seeks out in God's preferential option for the poor. And we ought to do the same. This is where God sees value in the world. And in this story, we are able to see how Jesus sees and learn from him a better way to envision the kind of banquet that reflects the indiscriminate kingdom of God. Because here at this table, we are not the hosts. This is not our table. Yet we are given a glimpse of what our hospitality might look like if we would see as Jesus sees. Here instead, we put ourselves, hopefully, in the place of humility. We put ourselves at the mercy of Jesus, the victim host, who, has, who, was, who was shown the deepest inhospitality in this world, yet invites us to take our place at his table each week. Here we are able to enjoy the hospitality, welcome, and even invitation to a place of honor in the life and story of the Son of God. Though we were once far off, we are now called forward to this place of honor before the throne of God as welcome, unlikely guests at the Lamb's high feast. Amen. Let us stand together and recite the words of our Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, 
the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Remembering especially Justin, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Brian, our bishop, Johnny, our rector, Chris, our deacon, in our diocese, St. Mary the Virgin Jonesboro, and in our companion diocese of South Dakota, Holy Spirit, Firesteel. Grant, Almighty God, that all those who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours. Grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, remembering sister Becky, Jack, Stephanie and family, Margaret, Bill, Rihanna, Louisa, Alan and Lisa, Mariana, Martha, Beth, Lily, Sam, Elizabeth, Rick, Alex, George, Jay, John, Kimberly, Kim, Mark, Kelly, Thomas, Deanna, Jackson, Kathy, Tony, Jonathan, Judith, Braden, Heather, Wanda, Van, Patricia, Logan, Carly, Lisa, Gary, Jean, Hope, Ray Allen, Kim, Don and Diane, Matt, Ray, Richard, Sherry, Fred, Caitlin, Selena, food pantry guests and their families, comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, we commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, by your Holy Spirit, you have made us one with your saints in heaven and on earth 
Grant that in our earthly pilgrimage we may always be supported by this fellowship of love and prayer and know ourselves to be surrounded by their witness to your power and mercy. We ask this for the sake of Jesus Christ, in whom all our intercessions are acceptable through the Spirit, and who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Please stand. Friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Please show one another signs of peace. Well, good morning. It's good to be with you all here. Uh, as you can tell, um, the air conditioning has not been fixed, um, but the vents are blowing air out. It's just not cooled air. So we've had uh, other issues with the HVAC unit in the church, and so we're hoping to get that resolved. But uh, it seems like we have now compressor problems. The blower was fixed and the compressors were out. So uh, always an exciting time during the week at St. Paul's. Um, uh, your announcements are uh, here on page 14 and 15 of your bulletin. Um, remember that uh, uh, the safety meeting is today following the service. So go in the coffee hour, grab your snacks, and we'll hear uh, a, bit, a few updates and reminders from Todd um, and, and some things about, particularly about the uh, child care uh, space as well. But, um, but we will uh, uh, do that immediately following the service. And then next, next Sunday, uh, September 4th, we will have um, another parish game night. So bring a board game, deck of cards, card game that you like, snack, beverage, and we will hang out in the parish hall, play some games, and uh, just enjoy each other's company. And, uh, and bring a friend. Bring a friend to that. Uh, supporting our local businesses. This next week is uh, Mid-City Grill, which is a long-standing establishment in Johnson City and has now moved to Kingsport. There's another location in Kingsport, so uh, I would commend that to you, and the hours are listed there. Uh, and then lastly, our uh, refresher and confirmation class uh, will be happening um, uh, in throughout September, October, and November uh, for folks who would like to just jump into some sort of 101 type conversations, some re refreshers and basics of uh, Christian faith and, and uh, belief and practice. Um, and also those of you that might be interested in being confirmed or received from another communion, um, we are welcoming any and all. We'll share soup and bread for dinner on Wednesdays and we will uh, enjoy again each other's company and good conversation around those things. Um, so that will, like as I said, the dates are listed there. The book for that is Being Christian by Rowan Williams. Um, if you don't have that book yet, I have some copies of it to share with you, um, but let me know and I can certainly uh, purchase a copy for you uh, and, and have that ready for the t when the time comes. Um, 
As I said, we had a great day yesterday. It was a wonderful event, and uh, I would be happy to, I know I and Deacon Chris, who were there all day, uh, would, would uh, enjoy chatting with you all about any of that. We've got some of our folks here who, who had attended and helped out with it as well. So um, uh, if you want to talk to anybody about yesterday at Tri Pride and, and the, the good time we had, please do so. We'd love to chat with you about it. We handed out 2,300 water bottles to thirsty folks on a hot day. So it was great. It was, it was a good time. Most people wanted, we had a big swimming pool uh, that we put ice in and uh, then the water bottles in the ice, you know, to keep it cool. Um, and we had more people asking if they could just jump in to the swimming pool than if they could have a bottle of water. So uh, we didn't allow that for health department reasons. So, uh, all right. Anything else for the good of the group? EYG meets today. Yes, thank you. Birthdays and anniversaries. I'm trying to move that back to the halftime here. So yes, birthdays and anniversaries. Are there any birthdays and anniversaries to bless and celebrate this morning? Nelia, we did call you out while you were gone. And, and yes, we, we called you out for your birthday. Yes. You didn't get your birthday blessing. That's right. That's right. All right. So we have two birthdays this morning. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Oh God, our times are in your hand. Look with favor, we pray, on your servants Susan and Nelia as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and grace and strengthen their trust in your goodness all the days of their lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We're glad you're back, Nelia. Everybody was really confused about what to do during church without you sitting up front to watch. <laughs> Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and grace. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. For by water and the Holy Spirit, you have made us a new people in Jesus Christ, our Lord, to show forth your glory in all the world. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you and your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, 
gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last today, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Gifts of God for the People of God Turning to your post-communion prayer, let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. May God the Holy Trinity make you strong in faith and love, defend you on every side, and guide you in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.